Hello there. This is the podcast. <laughs> okay, I don't have to do any introduction now. Jason just did. Ooh, what is that? <laughs> the smolder. That's the what smolder. that is. The smolder. Hello, and well met, people of Dice. I'm Rick, and you're listening to Probability of Demise, where a group of storytellers playing a nerdy game using chance and our imaginations to provide rules and structure to Atlan. It's a world of our own making. Atlan exists on a version of Earth thousands of years into the future, a planet left vulnerable and infected by science and magic. Kind of split up and former ladder situation thing. This is a world far different from the one you know today. Continents have shifted, cities have arisen, and new creatures and people of varied origin dot the wondrous landscapes. Thank you for coming with us as we explore it together. Today. Today. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so last time I introduced a thought, an idea, a, a torture for my friends because I love them so much. Uh, it may or may not have been who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> Maybe D and D style, uh, and 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 I think we um, offered up Jason as the the was that Jason? Was him? Jess oh, Jess went last time. It was mm -hmm. Jess? It's because I was writing up new questions for Jason this time. Because, uh, of course, I felt like those questions weren't hard enough, so I had to come up with more. Oh, um, no. I so, thought they were pretty hard. <laughs> that leaves Larissa. Gonna, that's what she said. I was going to say, I I did not. I was going to, at some point, like, take a glance over, um, and now I can't remember. Or I, I didn't have time this week. Nope, 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 nope. Come. Hey, good news. We we took Buffy to the dog park for an hour and a half so she wouldn't bark during the podcast. No, it's working out. It's working out really well. Hey, come. She's part of the show. Um, fifth cast member. So, did either of you want to just brazenly say, "I'll do it," or are we rolling? I feel like we have to roll because it's for advantage. So you can't just like take that from the other person. Okay. I'll do it again, and I'll take it from him. <laughs> the question is, do you have questions for Jess? I mean, I do, but they're not about her class. It's about how do you get divinity in D&D. &D. Mm. Oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think Tanzan is trying to figure that out. Yeah. The, the character God of Spirit does not know yet. All right, what are we rolling? Uh, yeah. Highest roll gets the questions. Larissa looks like she's avoiding rolling. No, six. I already did. I rolled a okay. six. six. I rolled a five. <laughs> wow, you two are hilarious. <laughs> That's going to be a good day. Well, um, six wins, so... Jess, are you rolling? Am I supposed to? Uh, only if you want. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Jeez. I got a four. <laughs> oh, wow. It is going to be a good day. All right. Four, five, six. Wow. Okay. Y'all are going to be stuck in like a bureaucratic nightmare for an entire session here, it sounds like. Um, Bring it on, Murray. Uh, yeah. I'm ready to be a millionaire. So, a golden Jason, air. this is for your D4. And of course, it's the easiest Beer. one. But this is class questions. So, when creating a bard. Wait, do I get the fun game music? There was fun game music last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Let me go find the, the creepy fun game music from before because that was 
No, only I got the fun game music. Oh, my bad. Never mind then. I'm not special. right over the top of that <laughs> i feel like there's a i could do terrible freestyle rap to this i'm not gonna try <laughs> gonna it, it's legitimately all awesome. it's, it's ever uh, since different. i was a kid you know <laughs> basically <laughs> all right easiest question for a bard what is the um main stat that Charisma. holds up your spells everything Charisma. Charisma. Yes, you have a D4. D4! Now, do you want to hold on to that D4 or do you want to go for a D6? I'll take the D4. No, I'm just kidding. I'll go on. <laughs> I mean, legit, you could do shut, that. Just shut your game down right now. It's okay. As a bard, Jack of all trades does what for your character? Starting at level two. Uh, does that like take spells from other classes? No, no, that's later. Uh, I have no idea. I guess I just lost my my thing already. Yeah, don't you? On the second question. Sorry. I feel so bad. Jack of all trades is what makes Bard super cool early on because um, as you reach different different levels and everything, there's all sorts of things that change for the Bard, but this is like the base fundamental thing. And at second level, you get to add half your proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check that you make that does not already include your proficiency bonus, which is why Bards are such all-rounded rock stars at skill checks. That feels like a thing I haven't been doing for... It's already there. No, it's it's pre-calculated oh, into you, your... You've probably you. just gotten so used to it. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sad for you. Well, no inspiration today. I'll inspire myself. Wait, I can't do that either. Uh, that, I'm going to end that ridiculous sound <laughs> in the background. Um... I really should add like a, a, a series of just symbol crashes for the end of that tour thing. But we are now at the place for introducing our characters, if you'd like to, very briefly. My name is Jason, and I play Asher, and we're both bad at trivia. <laughs> <sighs> I'll go. I'm Jessica, and I will be playing and voicing Tanzanite. My name's Larissa, and I will be uh, playing Trixie. Of course, I already introduced myself at the beginning, so we will jump right into the fun of announcements. Um, I do want to say, please keep supporting those independent creators that you're going and hanging out with and supporting and enjoying and loving. Um, lots of really cool things happening out there in our world. Ooh, there's our overlay. Uh I have recently been supporting Robin's Nerd Supplies, which I don't really know. Sharp Edge Dice, they're just a thing that you got to love. So if you're ever interested in fun, funky, experimental dice and uh, annual dice subscriptions and things like that, check out Robin's Nerd Supplies. And maybe they'll support. 
support us one day with like support. <laughs> Somebody else announce something, please. Um, <clears throat> uh, the Stonewall Corral's upcoming March 25th concert um, will be at 7.30 p.m. at Church of the Holy Apostles at 9th Avenue and 28th Street in New York City. We will be performing um, Considering Matthew Shepard in Oratorio um, written by uh, Craig Halla Johnson that um, just and uh, it's a portrayal of the events leading up to during and after Matthew Shepard's uh, murder back in 1998. Um, <clears throat> Stonewall Corral is the nation's first LGBTQ chorus. Um, they are in their 46th season. And if you are interested in attending and are local to NYC, you can buy tickets at stonewallcorral.org forward slash buy dash tickets. Uh, if you are not local and you would like to support us because we are what I like to jokingly call a true not-for-profit, um, you uh, can also do so at stonewallcorral.org. I believe there's a donate button there somewhere on the website. Probably. We also have the merchandise. You mean the merchandise none of us are wearing today? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh, are you wearing some? Wait, what you got? <laughs> oh, no! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> just made work. What camera. good timing. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Couldn't time that if you tried. <laughs> Ooh, uh -huh. it's nice. <laughs> I can't so is that? <laughs> what color is, is that hoodie. then? It's like purpley. It's a purple hoodie. Oh, okay. Ooh, I might have to get that one. Yeah, I want to make I... a new uh, a hoodie design that has the web address below the thing for the hoodies because it doesn't print the logo on the yeah. front and the address on the back like the other stuff. Okay. Mm. But um, yeah, we have t-shirts and hoodies and coffee cups and things. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah, the stickers are good too. On T Public, yeah. link is in the show notes and in the comments. So, buy stuff. Yeah, lots of cool and fun stuff. If you, catch if you buy a shirt, we could make upwards of a dollar or more. <laughs> if you catch me at FanCon in Portland this next weekend, I'll have little stickers they'll give you for free. Ooh, mm -hmm. I really want to get a tote bag. Not that I need yet another tote bag, but I really want to get one of the tote bags. <laughs> useful for groceries and carrying around your excess hoard of dice yes yeah. yes and it's also like purple so i could technically just flip it inside out and, and use it for work so oh i need to make a tote bag with the logo and the web address and then that says bag of holding on it yes <laughs> casket of holding <laughs> thematically appropriate <laughs> Jeez. bag of holding works better oh uh you're a bag of holding. I am a bag of something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. It is now time for our word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. Squishy, squishy. I want a little honky honk noise now. All right. So the word of the day today is apricity. Apricity means uh, it is the warmth of the sun, specifically in winter.
So the warmth you feel from the sun in the winter time, apricity. Huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown words that we're all like. Huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's spell it. Uh, A P R I C I T Y. No. There's a whole world of things in here. Because you can also apricate. Apricate. I don't know how to say this. But you can bask in the sun. I'm going I'm not gonna stop saying I'm going out and enjoying the sun. I'm gonna say I'm apricating. Only, but only in the winter. Yeah. I have the weirdest <laughs> weirdest um instance you. of Echo slash deja vu going on because I opened up the I opened up Facebook to share the video and like you would say something Rurik and then you would say something Rurik and it was just <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> I was like wait they just said that oh <laughs> yeah but it was like it was like you were repeating yourself intentionally the timing was <laughs> so good so good so just good. so oh man. Well, I'm just going to, I'm actually appreciating appreciation right now. <laughs> this is going to be my new word. I'm going to find a way to use it every day. No, see, that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> You're going to figure out the game. But I'm like, I'm applying this to life. This is a life word. Yeah. Um, all right. So now it's the fun part of rolling for the commercial, right? Yes. And um. I... <laughs> I have good days and I have bad days. All right. Hey, Risk, guess what I rolled? Four. Eleven. Wow. <laughs> um, Fourteen. Eight. Well, I'm re- doing whatever the lead on that chooses. I have to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're saving you for the recap. <laughs> <laughs> I had my I had my week off. It's time for another, <laughs> another ten weeks in. So um, say, what are you choosing? So Topic it's either or, or reader. Reader. Um, I'm gonna pick topic just because I'm a little loopy. So yeah. So trying to cold read something may not go so well today. Um. What about a magical, like, unfolding chef set, but like the, like it's an, or a knife set, but the knives are uh, uh, enchanted to chop everything the way you direct them to, so... So it's kind of like the Mickey Mouse in that um, where they got all the things mm. or, or sort of the storm stone when Merlin makes the whole place clean up itself. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, an, an enchanted knife set, chef's knife set. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll a D4 and we'll see who has to write this. D? D4. Oh, yeah. D4. Not me. It's a... Uh, the winner is it just one, two, three, four? Yeah, I'm two. One, Jeez. okay, two, three, four. 
too. Yes. Wait, I have to freedom, write a new Freedom, <laughs> well, freedom. <sighs> All right, and now we go to Jason's favorite spot in the whole setup. Sorry, recap. I have no problem with that. We'll laugh really hard if you also end up with recap. <laughs> 18. <Ooh>. Hey! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. 10? Mm hmm. I have a 10. I don't know why I'm that 20. <laughs> what have you wasted on? What? <laughs> what? Called it. You get to do everything. <laughs> I rolled well. That's like right in the middle. Yeah. Sorry. I want to try this again. Jess, I need your help. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm so I guess alive. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use that music to, to give myself a chance to think and remember. Sure. I know all of this stuff, of course. Because you know, I know this stuff. I wrote just, stuff down. The goodness is we didn't do that much last week in terms of like there's a lot of just talking. We didn't have a lot of action, so there's not a whole lot to recap. Gather round, adventurers, for the history in brief that has happened not so long ago. Nobody's seeing the panic in my eyes because they're all going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, we have five viewers. Last week, our heroes Hi, started off by leaving an inn, or at least some sort of shelter construct realm place that somehow had a doorway to the swamp and upon leaving said respite refuge whatnot were connected with the undead swamp denizens that they had previously met with the leash and were escorted in a friendly way to their own <clears throat> ship uh, to provide a escort in turn for the swamp creatures to cross the ocean safely and successfully, uh, as well as return to their own home of Overton Underton. In On the way there, they <laughs> caught sight of what was possibly a courier ship headed off ahead of them, as well as... Uh, other things that they did not see because I did not get rolls that were high enough. The <laughs> <laughs> they arrived in port. Uh, the swamp zombies having kind of taken off just a little bit before they reached the actual civilized spaces. Swampies. To a new type of swamping. A swamping of ecstatic 
followers and friends and folk who expect a bajillion things out of them. And so in some pure, beautiful moments of comedy, uh, our cleric aspirant to godhood managed to paralyze her party <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Sacrifice her upon the altar of commerce and squirrel experimentation. Asher also may have slightly fumbled something not too terribly, and yet was still able to uh, successfully make his way out by saying, "Peace, <laughs> fools." and was able to disappear uh, to a safe space as the Lutes and Liars group uh, coordinated a few things um, trying to support their lead. Um, upon that occurrence, uh, Asher was able to kind of gather a moment and um, risk saving a friend and bringing them outside of the <clears throat> potentially hazardous uh, and yet very eager crew of people who wanted to help and support them. Um, there's like, meanwhile, there's like a floating thing up in the air and um, uh, somebody's mom was able to slip away and the hubbub much more used to dealing with the changes in Overton than everybody else was, as well as other folks just making their way to different places and not being the center of attention as they they weren't truly that. Um, I'm yeah, the things happen. Stand, I'll follow you until you love me. <laughs> and so this week, our heroes face a barrage of requests and obligations from their connections to this bustling city of Overton. We already know that Trixie, as a daring alchemist and healer, had already promised to, to test all potions made and now has an array of potions that are being sought to support her with. Um, unbeknownst to her, she also has a mountain of paperwork that goes into what do you do after an airship is destroyed, which she managed to skip out on the first round because nobody knew it had been destroyed. As well as possibly some loose ends Legal related to problems. a healer cadre that she started up while at uh, Mary, Mary Bird's Delve, the Delve of Mary Bird. Asher, of course, uh, a bard of renown at this point, is probably facing a mountain of intelligence work while also dealing with concerns about his mentor, Knee. And... Lastly, his own growing fan base. Tanzanite, Tanzanite, this priestess of shadow, has a growing number of worshippers to attend to, as well as an urgent summons. And some bloated shadows. So get ready for an action-packed episode filled with magic, mayhem, Talking. music, mm, <laughs> No, <laughs> and mystery as Drugs, the rock and trio roll. navigate their way through the challenges and triumphs of this exciting chapter. Will Trixie find success in escaping all of her obligations? Will Asher continue to solve all the problems of the world? And what does this crone want from Tanzanite? Join us 
this last <laughs> wondrous space where I kind of made up half that stuff because I couldn't remember all the details. <laughs> this week's episode of the Timeless Trio's Adventure. Oh, God. I did write down the four things uh, that you said I had to deal with. Yeah, you have a, a little bit of a laundry list. Um, as one of the why is it always of- me? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all three of y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, you are here. You've gone into the unknown and come back. The fate of the world's changing as the shadows just grow longer with fears of draconid attacks. The winds are growing colder with various locations around the world seeming to be interconnected in different ways. And there are wild whispers calling to you all. You've taken on so many new challenges and and here is one that will truly test your courage, skill, and resolve. Coming back home. Will you accept this call to navigate the urbanity? And face these mysteries and terrors, or is this your journey through darkness? And what fearsome enemies do you plan to not face? And what secrets will you not uncover to <laughs> avoid your hidden obligations? Mm-hmm. Uh, this path ahead is uncertain. The city is treacherous. Stakes are high. But I'm sure with bravery in your hearts the magic at your fingertips you will face whatever comes your way i feel like they're making fun of us maybe (laughs) the the city is yours who would like to start well asher and trixie are together maybe it makes sense to start with them I will gladly right start. I want all of the attention. <laughs> My shadows nice. need assistance, but I'm willing to wait. <laughs> well played. All right. Um, <clears throat> when last you saw us, we were in the warehouse of the docks with Fawn. Um, oh, I have a question. <sighs> Sorry, it's about this. So last <clears throat> week, we were you were talking about something and how there were tunnels under where Fawn and them were, and you gave the name of who those people were who created the tunnels. The cardboard. Can you just spell that? Because I'm like looking at this word and I'm like, what does that say? It's like kobolds, but they drive mining carts. So C-A-R-T-B-O-L-D-S. They like do the mining underneath Underton. Thank you. All right. All right. Well... Fawn, what would you think about hiring Trixie and I as some administrative assistance? <laughs> Wait, is that a Larissa laugh or a Trixie laugh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a Larissa laugh. Sorry. Oh, God. Asher, <clears throat> I would like you to roll an insight check. You're in trouble. 15. 
Uh, Fawn has become quite adept at hiding her feelings and emotions. And while you see a slight frown cross her face, it isn't until she disappears and everyone else in the space disappears that you realize no would be your answer to that question. And suddenly it's you and Trixie in a vast, empty, echoing warehouse. Well, that's a neat trick. Hmm. In the silence. Reminds me of the time I tried to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> in the silence, you both hear an announcer's voice booming just outside the wall. Greetings, people of Overton. Welcome to another spine-tingling show of our famous timeless trio. Just beyond these bond doors, and you hear a knock on the warehouse wall. As the autumn leaves fall and our nights grow longer, I will share with you the story of the trio beset by strange and eerie requests and obligations. Welcome, welcome all. You hear a crowd cheering just beyond the wall. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I guess we should figure out what that was about. Does this warehouse have a second floor? And are there windows up there? Uh, it, it is a warehouse, so it is tall. There's a little bit of a loft area that looks a little rickety and, and sketchy. Um, but you could get up there. There looks like there might have been windows at some point. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Twelve. Uh, the the act of looking is enough for you to spy some things that are not what you were looking for. You were looking for windows. You were looking for spy holes, manners of egress, what have you. Um, instead, what you realize is that now that the loots and liars are not here, or at least not apparently here. You seem to be in a backstage setup of some sort. Oh, boy. Backstage? You can make out props and false scenery. Can I go to stage right and look from the side of the curtain onto the stage? There is no curtain as mm. such. But in looking for something that feels that way, you realize that the wall you heard the knock on is a series of enormous barn doors that will open outward away from you. Hmm. We got to go, and I'm just going to grab Trixie by the wrist and like run off to one side before the okay. door. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Where are we uh, going? Do you resist at all, or is N it no? Just this moment. Okay. You. 
to your wrist grab and you can still hear and make out as, as this is happening. Um, you hear your name called out and um, something about a pirate queen's gr- grand adventure. You hear Asher's name called out and something about a poet of magnanimous volubility. Just like, it feels like a hodgepodge of vocabulary being thrown around with your names being bandied about. Like somebody found a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> and as this is going on, you also hear um, his tone change. He goes, and of course, their dark companion, Tanzanite, and her growing power over dun, the souls dun, of the departed. And with that, the doors start to creak open and daylight peers through into the darkness of the space. And as that daylight props things open, you, I both need, I need both of you to roll stealth checks to see if you're able to sneak off into the darkness of the <laughs> space. Oh, dear. Mm. Will they save their companion? 24. An ancient and mysterious force. I'm gonna find my... 24. Sorry, hang on. I gotta get back to the D&D beyond. <clears throat> Don't die. I'm not going to. <clears throat> 19. Riff for we don't have a diamond here. large enough to resurrect you. Don't die. <laughs> 19. Uh, you, you, you both kind of find little niches just like slightly separated from each other uh, where you think that you're hidden off the barely there wings behind where the doors kind of have like a little bit of corner. But this opening is just an enormous amount of space that has been opened up. And you see in front of you... Um, just this, not huge, but there were a lot of people down in the docks and a fairly sizable group was drawn to this event. It's very clear that that whoever is running this took advantage of the crowd to make a living. And you can see um, just as a, as a quick glimpse that there are several people rushing to that kind of impromptu clearly where they've been working before stage and rushing to like finish things up. And then you hear, um, both of you here, you rolled high enough for this. You hear people opening a side door and not maybe more than five feet away from you behind a curtain. You hear someone going, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, quick, 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 put, put the dress on, put the, put the dress on. I've got to practice my lines. And you hear another voice go, uh, 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 oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, they're, they're, they're probably still here, they're probably in the audience. Oh my gosh, they're gonna hear us, they're gonna hear us. And then you hear one other voice go, I don't know, am I the bad guy still? Uh, as these actors are suddenly in a mad rush to prepare without time or, or plotting. And as you hear this, you hear the announcer kind of riffing for time because clearly this is like a ad hoc production uh go ahead asher uh do i have any sense that this is a lutes and liars sponsored production uh go ahead and roll an insight check on this <clears throat> that's a natural one <laughs> You totally think this is all Fawn's idea. It just makes sense. Who else would do this? 
I mean, obviously, you know, it's right in their base that they False were in. False rumors. So. Their base. Everything about this just screams to you that this, I mean, this can't be some, like, temporary place that Fawn just found as a quick refuge. No, no, no. This is a permanent <laughs> outpost of the Lutes and Liars, and they use it as a stage to continue to spread the message. So, of course, <laughs> this is the place. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm gonna go around and sneak with my 24 sneak. I'm gonna sneak around to where the actors are, and then to be like, "Hello." I am hey, not. So <laughs> I am staying in. Now that you're in motion, I need you to roll a new stealth check because that's slightly different. Fourteen. It's a little bit more difficult to move around in such a small space without stepping out into the light. And you do pretty well. But before you're able to say hello, you see three sets of eyes on you as you get to, in through shadow and darkness, see three people in various states of dress. Um, one has a bowler hat in hand it's a tawdry one that looks really, really messy and inexpensive. Um, in addition, they also have a huge book in their hand. Um, you see another one who has a blonde wig askew on their head and a tiara jammed right on top of that. And it seems like the tiara is keeping the wig from being adjusted while facing right across from them is somebody who has, who's very clearly not of the same folk that Larissa is, but is some sort of folk that has fur. Um, and you can see they're wrenching on this Tanzanite imposter's head to try to adjust the wig. And in the process of that, they're, tail which is a false tail is caught up in some of what looks like possible stage rigging <laughs> and all three says eyes land on you and as you say hello you see the the um the one who's wrenching on the other's head just burst into tears <laughs> um has anyone seen Fawn? I assume this something to do with the Lutes and Liars Guild. Obviously, this must be a sanctioned performance. Three sets of eyes just grow wider. And the the Asher impersonator. Lord. Hey man, As uh, he's hyperventilating, you, okay? you hear the announcer scream out, What's going on back here? Clearly still forgetting that he's in an announcer mode in his own head, and he, he pops his head around the corner. And as he pops his head around the corner, you hear a thunk behind you. Who fainted? And turning <laughs> behind you, you see your impersonator has fainted dead away on the floor. <laughs> <sighs> hey man, uh, I'm gonna nudge him with my foot. You okay down there? 
the presenter person said, Oh, well, you, you are, you, you definitely look the part. Wrong hat. But you look the part. Uh, just a moment. You'll be, you'll be on in a moment. And he la literally launches himself back into the, to the open space that has been created in the stage. And you can see that like now there's a bunch of, uh, stage hands coming in and shoving scenery into place and kind of creating uh, what looks like a really, really pathetic tavern scene. So hold on tight, dear listeners. We have a special guest performer. Who knows what horrors will await you as you watch? Asher. And then you see him like just standing there with his hands gestured towards the wing that you're in. Oh, what the hell? And I'm just going to walk out on the stage. <laughs> you walk out onto the stage and there is an uproar of screams and hoots and hollers. And you, you, you see, you overhear a couple of people on the front row, you know, the heckler type could just say, Wow, he's a good impersonator. <laughs> Another one goes, nah, that's not real enough. <laughs> Asher's nine feet tall and shoots fireballs out of his ass. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever that line is from Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just go look at the announcer and be like, and he's just still holding his arms up, like grandly gesticulating towards you as like a, as a almost it's, it's less theater and it's more like circus performance in the look. And he's almost minutely wiggling his feet back and forth doing the shuffle to get off stage. <laughs> can I, can I see Asher from where I am? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna whisper, like stage whisper, so it's loud enough that he can hear it. Say, "Tell them a haiku." You see, uh, roll a perception check, Trixie. Me? Yeah. Uh, seventeen. You see, like six pairs of eyes at the front row turn to that corner, looking over there, and then flickering back to Asher. But otherwise, all attention seems to be on Asher. I turn to this crowd and say, a man there passed out. He was supposed to be me. Now, I am here. Now. Uh, roll a performance check with disadvantage. <laughs> that was so terrible, but you're also Asher the Magnificent, so who knows? Well. Uh, <sighs> 26. With disadvantage? Cool. Jesus Christ. I have a plus 15 performance bonus. Oh, my God. It's right. I forgot. You, you, uh. uh Trixie and Asher, you both witness just this, the crowd murmur and then look at each other and there's like confusion evident and then some like 
arts critic stands up and goes, such magnificence. And then there's just applause as they all confusedly, but enthusiastically applaud this haiku. <laughs> um, I, Trixie is going to outright laugh, but I'm assuming over the, it, it can't probably at, be as her. As she's doing that, I'm going to look at her and be like, I shrug like, I don't know what's happening. As you mug off to the wing, um, more eyes dart over to the side. Oh, God. Um, right. Trixie, go ahead and re-roll that perception check. Actually, Asher, you saw them too. Asher, go ahead and roll a perception check as well. Uh, 21. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Trixie, you're slightly off stage, and so, but, 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 but having already seen the glances and now this uh, moment, you have a little bit better look. Asher, you're right out there in front. So you, the, the lights, you just adjust and you move out of this little reflected candlelight that they have set up for the space that you're in. And um, you can make out some of the folk who had previously carted or tried to cart Trixie off. And they, there appears to be a crew of them here, similar robes and dress and look. Um, they have a, 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 a symbol that um, I think you are comfortable understanding relates to the apothecary works that have been done in Trixie's name. And their attention has shifted from you, Asher. You've lost part of your audience to Trixie. Trixie, you're able to make out, but there are a lot more eyes looking your way than you stri feel strictly comfortable with. Your mic stopped working. It didn't stop working. I just did the little hand mute oh. thing here. Am I still hidden, though, even though I was laughing at him? Uh, roll a... Well, I can't tell you. You think um, you can I can I attempt to hide better? <laughs> can I can I re-stealth? I, I, I mean, I uh, yeah. So he jumps space, behind the box. You're you're trying to like relocate yourself to a slightly darker corner of this already slight and small space. Yes. Go ahead and roll a stealth check, but you should pay that girl with the fake tail to run away for you. There there is a tension here, so I need you to roll with this advantage. Okay. Ooh. Uh, stealth, right? That's mm -hmm. a dirty 20. I rolled a 15 and a 17. Okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, you leap kind of <laughs> under and over this little <laughs> curtain partition and roll out and you roll out and, you, and you're right face to face with the two currently um, uh, aware individuals who are you see you get to see in that same moment the person with the fake tail they've successfully wrenched uh the false tanzanite's head around so that the wig is seated somewhat properly um you can see that there's tears in the eyes of the performer with that wig as there's a, a little bit of a red gash across their forehead where the tiara was kind of ripped across their face a little bit in the process of resetting it um and a collapsed body of a really poorly done Asher. Um, as you're looking at this being that is meant to be you, you can't make out the resemblance whatsoever 
but their tail has seemingly pulled loose from the back of their trousers and is now currently caught up in the curtain you just rolled under. Because <laughs> um, they had a terrible dexterity roll when I pre-rolled. <laughs> um, I am going to um, like run my thumb along the uh, imit imitation Tanzanite's forehead and use a key point to use hand of healing. <laughs> so sweet. Um, I can never remember what it is to uh. so hand of healing, hand of healing, hand of healing. Where is it? No, would go ah. <laughs> okay, one d eight plus four. Okay, 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 okay. Um, well, so we don't have to roll the actual health for this. Okay, it's a little damage, but little, okay, you you do see it scab over as as the um. And then what away. about the other one? Would he be considered stunned? <laughs> <laughs> um, I sure. Yeah. Can I? Well, actually, can I? Can I do a, a medicine check to to ascertain his status? <laughs> yeah, you didn't see him faint, so go ahead and roll yeah. that medicine check. Oh no, um, thirteen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you've you have to assume they they either fainted or they knocked their head on something and they knocked themselves out. But yeah, they are in All right, a state I'm of gonna, unconsciousness, but not a life threatening situation. I'm gonna use another key point and do a do a wake <laughs> up. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Rick's just like, why do I let these people play? <laughs> you, you you wake them up. Um, they they're coming to their eyes blinking, and the one that is apparently supposed to be you. Oh, are 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 did we offend you? Why would you have offended me? Because I'm not. I'm and she gestures, and you can see that she has this kind of like hat that's very much not a great hat but you start to realize it's meant to be a pirate's hat. Okay. <clears throat> and you see as she pulls up her hand that she has like a dangling from it, a false hook. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously if you, if you look at me there, there's, there's none of that, right? Oh, so, so if you don't do that, then you're, more me than you would you would be more me than you are now oh and it's true you use a shovel i thought that that was fake you can see her eyeing your shovel no i and i take it out and i, I hold it out i don't give it to her but i hold it out so she can look at it if you want to you know you, so you, you can make make you a see her eyes just kind of like trying to record the shovel i i'll have to make that's going to be really, really a shovel. And what, what, you what, would what? be surprised. And even as this is happening, there's the crowd is roaring for Asher to continue his thing out front. So this continued like roar for Asher to con just share. And I'll say, uh, hey, everybody. What time do elves like to have lunch? I heard it's around 12 ish. 
Hey, what do you call a uh, a wizard who gets reincarnated as a dog? A labracadabrador. <laughs> Roll a d20, add your uh, charisma modifier, spellcasting modifier to it. Oh, oh my god. 31. Oh my god. All right. Roll 4d6, please. Oh, God. You're going to laugh them to death. Are they taking psychic damage? 13. <laughs> you, your, your audience is laughing so hard that they, they, they it's almost like they can't control it. And, um, with oh, the God. success of that, what I'll give you is is um, in the future, at some point in the future, with the ridiculousness that that is, you get a free casting of hideous laughter <laughs> <laughs> that does oh. not consume a spell slot. And even if you don't know the, that spell, you still get the hideous laughter as a free cast sometime in the future to use. Nice. <laughs> um, you are so successful at causing the tortured pain Uh this is not causing them actual damage, but it has affected their psyche so well, so powerfully, that they're just not able to breathe. And people are legitimately suffocating because they can't get a gasp of air in, including Trixie, the people you are seeing as they suddenly are caught by fits and spasms. And I mean, if I keep have, telling jokes, I'm going to kill all these people. <laughs> you have this window of opportunity where everybody seemingly paralyzed at some level for whatever you choose to do. I'm going to like bring it down a little. Like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I need you to roll a persuasion check with disadvantage based on your paralyzing laughter. Wait. Persuasion. <laughs> um, you you do get some of their attention back. Um, you notice that the the front row folks who had kind of their attention had had jogged over don't seem to be impacted by your attempt to bring down the level. They are still convulsing in laughter. Um, almost like they're they're trying to fight it, but they're unable to. And most of the audience is still in some sort of level of tears and laughter going on right now. But you do bring down the level so that they're be like, "All right, so we just got back into town, and um, we have some dragon business to deal with." Um. As you probably know, dragons are attacking our city. They're attacking many other cities. They're attacking small villages or that can't defend themselves at all. And uh, it's sort of our responsibility to help all of these people everywhere. So um, we need the ability to move more freely through the city so we can conduct the business that we're doing. And the way that you can help with that is to um, maybe limit you know 
grouping up and trying to get autographs or to rush us or to get us to look at contracts or whatever you need, what kind of interaction you need with us, if you could limit that to the appropriate places and times, we would really appreciate that so that we can help as many people as fast as possible. Um, and now for something completely different. As you flip that switch, there's people still in proxims of laughter that seem to be able to attend to what you're saying, and there's other people who clearly can't. They're still in that laughter space. Um, but you do get some nods from various folk. What impact that will have, who knows? All right, one more before I go. What did Trixie the Pirate Queen... What insults or why? Ah, why did she teach her? Bleh, 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 bleh. As you start, start over stage, several people look really nervous. Why did Trixie, the pirate queen, teach her parrot to insult people so that it could cast vicious Makari? <laughs> I thought she was going to walk back there and smack you. Trixie, 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 I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for yourself. She's not even on the headset. She's totally she, avoiding she's this. She's still, yep, she's still. Yep. Trixie, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for yourself. I hurt your brain with that one. I hurt my own brain trying to say that one. <laughs> a wisdom save? Yeah. 27. Oh. You hear this coming and you're just like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> you don't even feel the wave of pain that should accompany that upon that ridiculous. Your your purest thought is a vision of Asher in a pool of his own something. <laughs> Not sure what, but something. Oh. All right. Uh you have an opportunity right now to escape this space. Um, it's up to you, or you can be stuck here forever. Okay. I'm going to leave, but as I walk off, I'm going to say, I once found a magic sword that always tells the truth, even when it was hurtful. It was a very blunt weapon. Thank you. Have a good night. I'm just going to walk off the stage. <laughs> okay. Yep. There, you're still safe to walk off. <laughs> joke you tell slowly cracking that resolve that people have uh all right so i'm I gonna a, i have like a huge list of jokes that i've just completely stolen from like websites of D jokes <laughs> it's gonna pan just right over to tanzanite as the safer is it? Uh, you, maybe, maybe. Uh, last, I think I think you were right outside the pumpkin house, or you're on your way there. So, or were you? Yeah. Which place were you headed to first? I can't. Pumpkin remember. house. Pumpkin house. Yeah. So you're right outside the door to that space. Uh, uh, I go in. I'm expected. Yeah, you go in. Um, inside is. Uh, I'm on the list. <laughs> it's lit by. Uh, strange light glow uh candlelight everywhere it's daytime outside but suddenly but going inside it feels like it was nighttime as every opening that may have seemed to be letting forth cheerful light to the outside is now somehow shuttered from within and in fact 
even looking through a window, reveals a nightscape. And seated there in front of you is the goddess you first met. Um, the crone with her cauldron slowly stirring it. She says, seeing you come in, like there's a solemnity and silence. Your crew of folk didn't seem to come in with you, even though one did go ahead of you. And here in this little space and place, you have a moment, and she looks up at you. Ah, welcome. Some decisions to make, my dear. Fingers don't type fast enough. Uh, it appears so. Yes. Are you? Do you need help? I um the uh yes. <laughs> well, have you chosen your domain yet? I have some advice in that realm if you would care to hear it yes any advice would be great well, in my last opportunity I chose I chose to be a mistress of all the fates and I fear that was a mistake I had two grand a stake in things, but not one where I could really catch the moment of turning. So this time, I am going to be very specific in what I claim. And I claim the moment of decision. So if I could offer advice, don't waste your time with trivialities, but choose that specific component of what you seek that will make you the most successful you can be. And she's stirring that pot right in front of you. Can I look inside of the pot? Yeah. Um... You look inside the pot and it appears to be a golden broth. But at the center of the vortex that she's been stirring around, you see yourself with a decision to make. She is quite literally stirring the pot of your fate right now. And as she said, she has narrowed down her domain to the moment of choice. And she's waiting for you to make a choice. I I guess I'm just unclear of my choices. I don't know how to be specific. Well, death is a broad domain itself. And you could choose to embrace it all. Or you could be careful, cautious. Choose the component that is the most advantageous. 
But what is that? I don't know what that means. Well, with time comes wisdom. And you have time, I'm sure. Limited. And you see the, as you kind of see that, that vortex in the pot, it kind of grows less golden and becomes more silvered and the face disappears from it. Of course, just now you may be making a decision. And not all decisions need to be conscious. I just feel very lost and confused. That is something that the dead feel. Is that what you're going to complain? Going to claim their loss and confusion? <clears throat> well, I don't think someone who's lost and confused should be led by someone who's lost and confused. That's just oh, well. confusion con following confusion. I think that's quite the point. Is it not? You could claim something more esoteric as you've described that confusion. You could be the philosophical death. You could be the nature of life and death. You might be the process of death, which I believe there are many claimants on as the process of dying is quite popular. You could be what comes after death. You might even choose as I have the liminal spaces. But, my dear, you'll need to make a choice or not and lose your place. And the silver goes even lighter and then suddenly darkens to a bronze. It looks like your choices are slipping away. I just... I just want to help those who have passed. And how would you help them? At what point do you help them? At what point can I? I, I want to help them. And I kind of gesture to my shadows and be like, there's so many souls and I just want to help them move on. And describe what that looks like to me. And you see the cauldrons burbling again a little bit more and it becomes a little bit more silvered. I don't I just wish I could like reach into the shadow and pluck them out and let them go to where they're needed to go next. The cauldron begins to take on some of the golden hue. <laughs> you would be <laughs> the collector and the sender, you would be the transition. You would be their caretaker from the mortal world to whatever lays beyond for them. I 
I mean, I'd like that. You would not hold on to them. You would not restrain the process. You would just be the passageway. I would be there to help them move to the next place when it's right for them. And what if something interrupts the right moment? Would you protect them then as well? Of course. And what if it was an untimely moment? Would you restrain death from those who were unfairly offered the transition? There's never a good time to die, but death is just a step to what's next. So you see whether the they want to or not. truly bright now as the golden component grows in your face, then resolves again within the center of the vortex that she stirs. So you would be that step. No judgment except for those situations where death is corrupted. You would just be the protector of the dead on their way to the next stage. Yeah, yes. And is that your decision? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. As you say yes, and the the brightness of the cauldron grows even brighter, there's a flash, and the crone disappears, and you are in a different space suddenly. A vast, dark emptiness. Um, Oh, my God, we... Stacks and stacks. You are in this uh, place where everything seems to be black, gray, and white, and color is just leached of everything. It is a place. It's just a place without color. Um, it's like all the the light has been sucked into some vault. There's no sun or stars. And you can see how this space overlaps your place and other mm-hmm. places. And it's in all the spaces. It feels like you are in the world, and yet you're not. You can see little spaces where there's connections, um, and the darkness twists and warps in those spaces. And you realize you can travel through those spaces. And as you look across that space, you see in the distance a mountain and strangely you recognize this mountain as one that's near Overton but here in this space it resembles a dragon's skull and crumbled beneath it is a city the ruins of a city the ruins of Overton and Underton and surrounding it is this dark forest twisted and at your feet is a lake 
But in the lake, there's a reflection of the inverse of what would be in the the world. The water seems to be the lightest of all the colors, and then there's dark splotches, one darker than the rest, reflected back at you. And as you look at it, those dark splotches reflect backwards into your eyes, and you don't see your own reflection. You just see your eyes. What do your eyes look like in this place leached of color? Well, just, I would think they're, because there's almost like a whitey purpley naturally. So they would just be like a hole almost, if that makes sense. So your eyes almost as a rift themselves. And as you look into your own eyes and see your own eyes, uh, your shadows around you seem to slim down. And you see little motes of essence. It's not that they're light or dark or anything else like that, but they just seem to swirl around you as they depart your shadows, which are almost the lands here are your shadows. It's hard to distinguish where your shadows are and the lands shadows are. And I would love for you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Okay. All right. Saving throw. Mm. Ooh. Uh, dirty 20. Your space in this moment, and as you kind of like are, are seeing these, these souls that are leaving your shadow somehow and dispersing into this dark realm, uh, it's, a, it's a relief. And you feel a little bit of your humanity slip away. Unable to retain this vestige of who you are, it it slides away from you, um, and as it slides away from you, you get to make a choice: do you grasp it or do you embrace the dark? Um, I would. It'd be one of those things where I would take a second to like start to reach for it, but then just let it go. Don't actually grab on. As you hesitate for a moment, you feel that part of who you are unravel and fade into the mysterious landscape around you. And you feel that you've become part of this landscape. And while that bit of your humanity may not be yours anymore, it is now a part of this space. And so therefore you are a part of this space. Mm. And as that pulls in, you find yourself able to leave this space and return back to Overton. 
And even as you feel that connection reassert itself, you're swooped away and you're back in the cottage. But it's not the cottage that you saw before with the crone. Mm-hmm. It's a cheerful little space full of potions and vials. Some of them have Trixie's apothecary stamped on them. Others are other names and spaces and, and such. But in the back of your head, you still hear and feel that shadow realm. And it's almost like this place is too bright now. Too colorful. And you feel your shadows now have fully connected to that other space and you can feel the motes of darkness, of deeper darkness within them that are those souls that are coming through from the mortal world pass through so much more quickly. They're not becoming bloated. They're not in pain. They're not twisting anymore. And as you're feeling this and hearing this and seeing this, you are interrupted <coughs> from any introspection with a bright voice saying, Miss, welcome, welcome. What can we get for you? Are you looking for a perfect pampering or some other such thing and your people turn and look at you because they're also in this space in the in the inside of this little cheerful warm cottage uh, and your entourage of course is always welcome to experiment as well we have plenty to taste plenty to try um if i look around do i see uh is it just the people that came here with me or is like a Panalia here? <laughs> My little shadow. <laughs> uh, you just see the people that, that came with you. Um, the shopkeeper uh, definitely seems like an employee of someone else um, in their bright perky little outfit and just they're already holding up various potions for you to observe and she's swirling them to make sure you get the best look at what's in inside them and you just see these individuals that had kind of escorted you up as well as this shopkeeper and your people kind of looking at each other looking at you a little confused Hmm. I want to, uh, it's a new day. So I want to use my little message to her Okay. and just reach out and say, I'm at the pumpkin house. Where are you? And that's it. You get back. Use our code. They'll know what you need. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean over to one of the people with me and go Mm-mm. quiz time. <laughs> What's our code? 
Roll a perception check. <laughs> You're so sneaky, Jess. I love it. You're so good. <laughs> Wait, what am I doing? <laughs> I already forgot. Perception. Okay. Uh, skills. Perception. Oh, okay. Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, you 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 just beat this person's deception check, or I'm gonna call it stoic face check. <laughs> um, you uh, see them kind of like look afraid for a second, and then they like they're but but to anyone else, their composure would have been unbroken. As I said. <laughs> You mean your rotes of worship, my lady? <laughs> yes. No. The ones you yes. Wrote? Indeed. The ones we use to bring our prayers to your ears. Mm hmm. Is this a test? Mm hmm. As you indicate, yes, once again, you see utter fear, especially with your, your other. Um, <laughs> But we're not to share the secrets, so I will not share. And she looks proud of herself, like she's she's resisted a temptation. Well done. And just like as I'm starting, just go fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I want to go up to the, the 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 lady and go. The shopkeeper. Yeah, and just go. I'm. Expected. She looks at you, her eyes just very confused. By who? The shadows. Her face just relaxes. And as her face relaxes, you see her fit features transform, and there's your little shadow. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and she looks at you and goes, you okay? I am wonderful. That was oh. fancy. Well done. Oh, we just learned it. And you see all the other folk around you, their faces transform and change. And it's not an illusion. Their features actually change. And they look like you up in, in a way, like they have your general physique and characteristics and ears. Then as they transition, you can see that they all look like various forms of shopkeepers or um, laundresses and other forms of young women of the Overton Underton community Ooh. as they change their features in this space in this moment. Uh, Lady Mistress, what would you have us with? 
back into the milieu, you seem less tense. I feel less tense. My friends will be meeting me here. Is there somewhere we can wait? And you can catch me up on what's been going on here? Oh, certainly, certainly. Um, oh, but and... first, first. And then I want to walk over to the the one that I, like, tested. Uh-huh. And, like, I want to grab their face and put my forehead to their forehead and be like, you have done well. Good job. <laughs> All hail Tanzanite, the queen of bullshitter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you, you go and have that moment and, and you can see that their new features, uh, look very puzzled, um, as they quietly step out the door very, very slowly, their eyes never quite leaving yours. Like they're, they're uncertain if this was yet another test and they just slowly open the door three and then four and then five of their compatriots step out the door and they step out the door they slowly close the door <laughs> and you're left alone with your little shadow uh, in the shop um, there's a door in the back if you would like the room the storeroom it's not much there's downstairs as well and then there's upstairs but you don't quite have well, I guess we would love for you to see and, and decide if below is to your liking. Above is not ours. That is mm. the true owner of the space, though she lets it to us. Well, I think if you had anything to do with the space below, it'll be wonderful. But I'll go check. She bows her head, and then as she bows her head, you can hear like a dinging of a door being opened. And you realize it's the front door. And even as you kind of make your way around the corner, you see her features have already shifted back into the shopkeeper's face. Um, but you see in front of you a storeroom of sorts. Um, there's a loft style ladder heading up and there's a trap door that appears to head below. I'm going to head down below and then contact my friends. All right. Yeah, you start heading down below. Um, let me type this down. Uh, you kind of come down and you see a underground chamber. Um, and in this chamber are multiple urns. Um, these urns are what, with some creativity, remind you of the urns of your own bringing down an underton where those who were escorted to their ends were ensconced. But these seem to be a little bit less ostentatious, a little bit more practical. Um, they're they have functional nooks, um, some with multiple layers behind them. Uh, there's what appears to be a start at some frescoes of sorts. Uh, and there's a small altar. Um, what are before, you doing to contact your friends? 
uh, before I do anything, I'm going to contact them via message. Okay. Spe no. What the heck is it called? Sending. Sending. Yes, that. Um. Mark that off. And I'm going to send it to Trixie. So I'm going to touch my forehead, think of Trixie, and say... I didn't mean to stun you. My bad. <laughs> Trying to help at Pumpkin House. Say the shadows are expecting you. That was you? I thought someone was trying to kill me. I said my bad. We just escaped a play about us. En route. <laughs> In route. <laughs> In route. Uh, Trixie and Asher, what does it look like for the two of you taking this trip? I, I want that to be like on your mind and you can think about that as we are going to go ahead and take a break. Um, we can come back in at 45 or 15 before the hour. Does that work for everybody? Yeah, that should work. Pups, pups are okay. They've been... Dog barked. Yes. Okay. So we will return 15 before the hour. And I hope... Great break. <laughs> Mini bye. <laughs> Mini bye. Mini bye. Uh, I gotta hit buttons. Hello, and welcome back to Probability of Demise. As I have failed my survival role, I get to read again. Um, things happen. Life is great. But At least you wrote, you wrote it, so. I did, I did write it, which was almost terrible because I like writing, and then I almost like, literally wrote myself into a corner of trying to say... I like fun ways of writing things. So I a flippity gibbet, a will of the wisp. Yeah, I almost flippity gibbeted myself. But I <laughs> got myself under control, kept my wit, my wit sharp, but my linguistic capacities in check. So, introducing Grand's Magic Chef Knives, the cut above the rest, kitchen essentials. Say goodbye to slicing and dicing with tall blades. With Grand's Magic Chef Knives, you'll be sharpening your cooking skills in no time and adding an extra magic to your meals. 
Our knives are crafted with the sharpest materials and enchanted with a touch of magic to improve precision and add flavor to your dishes. Each knife has its own unique magical property, empowering you to use it either manually or with our automated cutting technologies. With the touch of the handle, your meals are prepared perfectly, freeing up time for you to enjoy your cooking experience. And they're not just sharp, they're stylish too. With sleek designs and comfortable handles, Grand's Magic Chef Knives will be the knife of the town in any kitchen. So why settle for dull blades when you can have Grand's Magic Chef Knives? Order now and start slicing and dicing your way to culinary success. And don't forget to add a pinch of magic to your cooking. Get your Grand's Magic Chef knives today and start cooking like a cut above the rest. Whether you prefer the precision of manual cutting or the convenience of automated cutting, Grand's Magic Chef knives has got you covered. Disclaimer, our Magic Chef knives are sharp, but our humor is even sharper. Use at your own risk of laughter. Don't cut a joke with these knives. It's a cutthroat competition. (laughs) The journey... Of accents. <laughs> it was half the fun. <laughs> oh my god. That uh, was that was that was amazing. Well done, Rick. Well done. Is uh French-ish? It started Eastern European. It started out as pitch. It it goes in many different ways. And then you buy like, magic <laughs> knife and cut friends. Magic knife it is so complimentary to cutting your ideas. In Soviet Russia. Magic knife cut you. And then when you, whatever the French word was that you said, after oh. that point, it flipped to French. And then at the end, it was Norwegian. <laughs> it's yours today. <laughs> our magic knives are sharp, but our humor is even sharper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Use it your own risk. Try to cut the joke with these knives. It's a cutthroat competition. Oh, my God. Yeah, good. that was just dark sadness right there. <laughs> Back to the normal look. Here we go. And flippity flippity dipper. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> Me? Yes. Uh, water with electrolytes. <laughs> Pomegranate flavor. Ooh. That actually sounds really delicious right now. It is. I, 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 we would take I, we would take a Mio sponsorship. I'm just saying they sponsor a lot of people on the internet, or they used to. It's not Mio, but it could be. But it would be. be Mio if they were a sponsor. It would we be. We would all be drinking Mio. Mm. Look how well. good I look drinking it, too. <laughs> you can have I this. I dyed my tongue blue Damn. during the break. What did you say, Herrick? I dyed my tongue blue during the break. <gasps> With what? Airheads. Oh. I always forget they exist until I find them in the random shop that still carries them. I can only see them at the movies. Don't they sell airheads at the movies? Do y'all not go to gas stations? No! no we don't have a car! No, I live in New York City and I don't drive. So yes. yeah, that's, that's or a bodega. I go into the bodega and get them too. I don't see them there. Oh. Bodegas are pretty tight. Though, and the they probably time. put them on the lowest our shelf. Bodegas, our bodegas just have like it's expired today. chips and cats in them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I refuse the to cats go are not expired, usually. without a cat. There's, if I walk in and there's not a cat, I leave. If you don't have a bodega cat, there's probably something wrong with your bodega. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
Well, or it's not actually a bodega. <laughs> true. What else? No, never mind. Sometimes uh, they're to sell drugs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it on the like slow mode. In fairness, of all the bodegas I've been in New York, I've only been in one that I was sure that's what it was. Like our very first apartment was down the block from one that just had like dudes outside, like selling stuff. And yeah, there was a, they had a whole bunch of expired products on the shelves that like never moved. It was. <laughs> well, if you haven't already, please make sure you check us out on demisecast.com, our YouTube channel that we're on, Twitch channel, Twitter channel, Facebook channel. I don't know. Please like, subscribe, hit the bell or other buttons that they have. Just hit all the things around there except for the report button. We're solid. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back and we... Send it to your mom. Your mom will enjoy this podcast. Pass it on to your mom. Your we grandma too. Yeah. This is a mom-friendly podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your grandma's really into D&D. Pass the link along. She's good at the internet. True. True. All grandmas actually secretly love D anD. d They they've wanted to play their whole lives, and they're just waiting for you to share the podcast. It's true. We are back. We'll let your grandma tr- be a guest if she's really into it. We're done. Whatever. Trixie and Asher, <laughs> are you trying to get to? I'm just ignoring. Are you trying to get to the pumpkin house, or are you off on other adventures? Like, what are you up to? How are you getting there? What's going on? I feel like this is the most fantasy our fantasy has ever gotten. We're off to the pumpkin house. To we like entered fairy tale fantasy land. Um, I think we're just trying to go there. I would say we're trying to be a little stealthy, avoid crowds, um, take alleys and back streets, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. even though I asked the crowd to not mob us, it doesn't mean they won't. Yeah, and you asked a very local group down at the bottom of the dock so yeah um i go ahead and just roll stealth check um <laughs> you are no longer currently eagerly awaited by a b- bunch of people who know you're coming but you are people are aware that you're in the city and people do have legitimate requirements that they need to get sorted out with y'all i am very sneaky today 24 again i am not 12 3 12 Oh, 12. I was going to be like, three? You are done. <laughs> 12. Um, well, I rolled a seven, which is right next to the one, so I had a little bit of a heart attack, but you know. I will say, <laughs> on the way, I am looking for anything that might resemble a temp agency. <laughs> uh, roll a perception check as you are hunting for a temp agency. 18. 18. Um. Yeah, okay. So as you are both going along, um, Trixie. Yes. You kind of lose sight of Asher in the one of the back streets um, that you're going down. And as you lose sight of him, you are, I think you're aware of eyes on you like your monk senses are so attuned and your passive perception is high enough that you just you can feel eyes on the back of your head it's not unfriendly but you do feel the weight of judgment (laughs) 
Asher, Fun. as you <laughs> kind of, <laughs> what did you say, Trixie? Fun. Fun? Oh, no. Uh, Asher, as you uh, kind of go around a corner, temporarily losing sight of Trixie, as you both are kind of skulking about trying to get to the public space, you've entered the slums where they are located. Um, and you see a line of individuals uh, looking at a bulletin board and pulling notices off. Um, every once in a while, you see somebody a little bit better dressed come along and tack something else up there. Um, and it looks like there's somebody who's uh, kind of coordinating pulling from this bulletin board. It's a little tattered, it's a little beat up, but you do see a, a space where clearly people have posted for some form of temporary work and that there are people who are waiting their turn to peruse the board and then pull a task that they feel like they can accomplish and pursue those ends. Um, okay. I'm going to say mumbo jumbo and turn my armor into like a hooded robe. And then I'm going to walk over and I'm going to take out my notebook. I'm going to write a job posting for an administrative assistant. I'm going to stick it on the thing and then I'm going to stand to the side and see if anybody takes it down. <laughs> <laughs> so you you just put down seeking an administrative assistant, no form of contact or anything like that. Just, um, Hmm. I was going to inquire at hooded figure to the left of the board. Settle. <laughs> Must be good at paperwork. <laughs> Must be good at paperwork. Great. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, several people come up to the board and pull off various uh, signs and stuff. A couple of them look at the newly tacked on thing and then look over at you because they saw you post this. <laughs> they saw this strange hooded figure post and then stand to the side. And I would just like you to roll an insight check. Oh, I really wanted that to be a natural 20, but it's a four. So... <laughs> You're you're just like, why don't they get that this is like a legitimate thing? It's not at all creepy to have somebody post something and then stand off to the side and without putting any details in, looking for an administrative assistant. And why did those two women give you such a dark look? And look, if you're gonna work for the timeless trio, you gotta be able to handle the weird, all right? I'm just saying. Um and you do get the sense that you're posting gets ignored most of the time uh, that it, while it's up there. And I would like you to just roll a D100. He rolled on the floor. Nice. He likes rolling that big, huge dice across the whole room. Yeah, except our floor is not even, so... <laughs> Trixie, <Still> what... <laughs> Oh my God, stop. So it's just gonna keep going forever. <laughs> it's uh it's a uh, what what are those impossible machines that don't actually exist? Ninety-four. <laughs> Perpetual motion machine of a floor. It was literally like rocking like this on the uneven floor until it finally settled. 
<laughs> What'd you get? 94. 94. Okay. Um, it takes a while before somebody. That's not the number of applicants. Them. No, it's the quality. Uh, so you're standing there for quite a while. Um, in fact, Trixie, you lost sight of Asher. You're not exactly sure where Asher is, and you you are actually um, making your way through the the slum spaces and and, the, and then into the slightly an area where I think everybody in Overton was aware that organized crime was making a nice neighborhood happen. Um, but you are in front of that big, giant, strange building, the Orange Pumpkin House. Um, by the time that Asher finally uh, has a customer, so to speak. Um, and meanwhile, you've felt those eyes on you the entire time. So I'll let you think about what you want to do with that as you will. Um, but Asher... Eventually, a young-looking individual comes up to you with that flyer in their hand, and they look you directly in the eyes. I don't do... I do books. And if this isn't about doing books, then you need to know right now that I'm not interested. What do you mean you do books? Like I you do write books? books. I keep the books. I take care of accounts. I used to take care of accounts in, in oh. Underton. Okay. And I will not do any inappropriate activities with you. If this is a solicitation of that sort... You need to understand that that is not happening, and I am calling the guard on you. No, 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 no. You're good. Uh, I'm going to, like, pull back my hood and be like, do you recognize me? Oh, no thanks. And she tosses the paper. Wait, 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 wait. So all of the adventuring and stuff that we're doing around all of the world is apparently piling up a lot of paperwork for us back home, like accounts, bookkeeping, contracts that sort of thing. And we need someone to manage that for us while we're away. I am aware of the things your group has left undone because it is destroying the economy here in Overton. There is a backlog with your friend, the squirrel, alone in terms of producing new potions and keeping the army fed. I don't even want to begin to guess at what you're doing. Me either. Underton has almost emptied itself out for fear of what could be happening with your creepy elf friend none of the families are returning well some of them well, they've moved into the nobles district but her own mother has disappeared this better pay well 
what is like a good annual salary work for for Overton? Um, roll a history check to see if you know. Twenty-eight. Wow, that's high. My uh, my my blue color background is showing now. I know what a I know what a realistic salary looks like. <laughs> yeah, you have a pretty good beat on on salary, especially in wartime. I guess. Um, you know that what your mother earned, or apparently earned on the surface, as someone working at a tavern, wasn't great. <laughs> Um, but now you know that there's probably a little bit more to that than, than what you knew for growing up. Uh, your connection with the knee has kind of tuned you into what it costs to maintain various structures and workshops and experiments and things like that. Um, so, and then you've heard and overheard things in the different taverns. Your understanding of this specific time in terms of wartime is a little bit shadier, but you're guessing things have gone up in price, not down. Um, and you, I think. Years of war you know, resulting in inflation. What? <laughs> yeah. General labor, uh, a couple gold pieces a year is an impressive amount for folk in the general labor category. The more complicated the work, um, people who are literate are worth quite a bit more. Um, there are people who work for nobles, spaces that uh, are happy to earn a gold a month. Um, and then there are the folks who teach at the magic academies who earn upwards of 100 gold a term as instructors. Um, for the guilds, the few that still exist and for Grand's brand salaries can be quite a bit more than that. Um, so you know that there's kind of a vast array here. Okay. Um, and the more personal privacy you seek, the higher the rate. Okay. So are you confident that for the right salary, you could straighten out a lot of what we're dealing with? Well, I could at least tell you where to be and how to get things handled a little bit more efficiently for instance your squirrel friend definitely needs to get her act together and go get through the backlog the army is crippled right now we haven't been able to fend off the last three attacks in canyonville airship production has ground to a halt how is that trixie's fault she made requirements where she had to be the only one who could test the potions I mean, the army was the army before there were potions. Yeah, but they they didn't have to fight dragons. And I don't know if you know this, but it's really hard to face a beast, and most of them go running off the cliff. Yeah, I've been there. Um, all right, what's your name? You can call me Tilly. Hi, Tilly. I'm Asher, as you, I guess, know. Um, name your salary. She's going to roll a perception check. Um, she didn't roll well, but she's also kind of a devious brat. So I'm going to say that she's she counter. She says you, and you can tell that she's trying to just 
without even a perception check. You can try that. She's trying to bid something I, ridiculous. She's like 500 me. gold a year. I'll give you a thousand gold a year. Her jaw just drops. <laughs> and then before you can say anything. But that's, for, that's to work for all three of us. Before you can say anything, her hand grasps yours and she says, deal. And you feel a slight wetness and you didn't even see her spit in her hand. <laughs> so quick was her response. Oh, like we spit shake for agreement? Yeah. Gross. I was like, hang on, hang on. And I'll shake because we both got to do it or it doesn't count. All right. She kind of smirks at you. I'm like, all right. Can, are you free right now? Can you come with me? I'm going Certainly. to Trixie Half and you front. can. I'll find you if you rip me off. <laughs> and I uh, take out 500 gold and give it to her. You can. You, you can just have 500 you. gold? You, you I have 7,000 gold on me right now. <laughs> remember we have paper paper money remember we have paper money now so i can carry yeah so you, you just hear murmuring in the crowd as they see, witness this transaction and she quickly stuffs it minus. into a space and and follows you like just like and she's just muttering it says accounts have to be a mess <laughs> you can hear her just kind of like i'm like oh there's no accounts we haven't done anything and then i'm just gonna keep walking towards the pumpkin house it's Fuck like help a some. solid 20 steps before you hear her hurry to catch up as she stops in shock and outrage. All right. So I'm going to go to the pumpkin house. Um, I assume before we started sneaky sneaking that Trixie told me the password, I hope, but maybe not. Yeah, I would have passed it along as, as okay. we had okay. said it. Uh, Trixie, what did you do? Did you just go in and... <clears throat> um. I uh, would have done one of these where I like go to grab the handle and as I go to grab the handle, I'm like <laughs> trying to look and see if I can figure out who's watching me. Roll a perception check. <clears throat> 25. You catch a glimpse of a cloak as it whips around a different corner. And as you catch that glimpse of a cloak, and you're trying to track to see if that's the one, you see another glimpse of a cloak at the top of one of these um, kind of like multi-stacked crappy buildings that are definitely the homes to multiple people. You see the, the rim of the top of a cloak duck down as well. Um, so you caught two sets of eyes on you no features but you definitely caught that there's at least two people watching um i'm gonna is there like a stick somewhere on the ground or like a branch or something i can pick up I mean, this is a town, and this is like an area that has been pretty abused. So, like, like there's not a natural stick. There are bits and pieces stick of garbage and garbage. Okay, uh, that are like a just like a big rock or so, something with an edge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pick it up, and in the ground, I'm gonna just write like kind of off left of the door and say, "Next time, just say hi." 
and I'm gonna put the rock down. <laughs> I'm gonna walk into the door. You walk in, and there's a proprietor sitting there, and you can see you walk in and you recognize the symbol that they are using for Trixie's apothecary on a few of the vials, but a lot of the vials don't have that. They are um, not of your group's menu or of the Trixie apothecary-ish bridal. Oh, welcome, Miss. Uh, what can we do for you today? Um, the shadows are expecting me. Right this way, Miss. And she just gestures to the side and behind the counter. Downstairs. Okay, thanks. And, and she's just smiling <laughs> cheerfully, little rosy cheeks, and very much like the the picture of. Um, I think my best description of this is like those anime made cafes. Mm. Like it's that over the top cheerfulness going on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's like as I walk by, kind of creepy. Might want to tone it down just a little bit. <clears throat> Her eyes are on you the entire way. I mean, you're in a pumpkin <laughs> witch like, house. What did you expect? That creepy feel <laughs> is solid. That is. Can turn back to a pumpkin at any moment. <laughs> Midnight, probably. All right. Uh, you go downstairs, or you, you, you. I mean, you see the room, and uh, I'm guessing Tanzanite let the hatch close behind her. But uh, going downstairs, you come into the same space that she was in. It is a um, kind of creepy, um, just because you are. You are in a, um, I don't know how else to say this, but you're in a crypt. Tanzanite? Hello? You've just been sitting there in the corner. You're not sure why she doesn't see you. You've just been sitting there. And. Ah, isn't it dark? Is it not dark? Oh, hi. Sorry. You, you, you say hi. <laughs> And my eyes were adjusting kind of like spot you but she can't spot you her eyes can't seem to land on you over over no this way no to the to the right no uh, what you're oh, just on. okay so hang on you don't go to her <laughs> you go to her yeah uh trixie a shadow emerges and comes up and touches you it's full on a shadow um, Tanzanite, are you doing this? I'm not, I'm not doing any, I'm right here. What are you, what are you, um, what, what happened to you? Not, uh, nothing. Okay. Right after Hold I promised you to mine. something weird. Okay. I put my hand to hers. Shadow just clasps your shadow, your her hand, the palm of your hand. Do I? See, what do I see when I do that? You just do I see normal hand, hand with your or? friend? Yeah. Okay. Just see, it's me. Hello. Hi. Um. So you look a little different. Like, look at my hand. No. 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 Uh, it's really creepy seeing a shadow just be a shadow 
Um, Especially when I look around for like a point. mirror or like something reflective. Um, so you just look like a shadow. Like I can't actually see you. Uh, um, um, uh, like it's kind of like you're wearing a shadow suit, but uh, like all of you. And are there any lights down here? Is it dark? It's dark. You can see just fine, Tanzanite. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just too dark down here. And you're like, eyes aren't adjusting? I mean, I have night vision, so I, you know, or dark vision, so I mean, I can see really well. Well, hang on. And I pulled down my goggles. <laughs> you don't see Tanzanite at all with the night vision goggles on. Nope. You're gone completely now. Stop. Wait, hold. Hang on. I'm going to go upstairs. After you, as she, as the shadow moves forward, you see it as it hits the light above. It Tanzanite just becomes Tanzanite until her last foot leaves the last step, and then it's fully Tanzanite. Okay, then. So apparently, when you're in the dark, you look different. At least to everybody else. But now you look okay. I mean, you look like you. I'm going to go up to my little shadow in the front and be like, do I look different? No, no. I she looks serious. No, my lady. Do you, did you do something? <laughs> Okay, just come back down here. When Asher gets here, then then he can he can corroborate what I'm seeing, and we know that I'm not crazy. As long as I can still hear you, we can still talk. Mm. Little shadow, my male counterpart will be here soon. I assume if you can just direct him downstairs as well. There's a flow of thoughts and emotions very transparently on their face. And a lot of assumptions are being made based on what you said. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not quite sure as you start walking back down that you heard her correctly when she said, I will await your consort's arrival. (laughs) <laughs> does Trixie hear her say that roll a perception check oh please be a nat 20 that is not a nat 20 uh 13 uh no you don't hear it Dang. you're still too far right down there uh Asher I'm guessing you're leading this person straight into the pumpkin house Up we go to the pumpkin house yeah pumpkin house. you're at the door um <laughs> You also kind of get that itch at this point. 
that somebody's watching. I'm going to spin around as fast as I can. <laughs> it's my move. You stole my move. Onlooker. <laughs> would wonder, but roll a perception check. 23. <laughs> Just wanted to put up something for uh, Tanzanite to read. <laughs> Consequences, <laughs> what? <laughs> for our audio listeners, the comment is gives up a bit of humanity and says, nah, nothing's different. <laughs> Uh, with, your 20, with your 23, Asher, um, you catch sight of a cloak on the roof just behind you. Um, it, you can see that it's kind of slumped over the side at the top of the, the building. There was an individual standing there and something happened to them. You also catch sight of a foot sticking out of an alleyway not too far from that a foot i'm be like hang on a second wait here and i'm just gonna walk towards the alley foot and also pull my gun out um as you get close to the foot you can make out a small spider crawling down the foot and as you come around the corner, the spider seems to disappear into a crevice of one of the walls. And you come around that corner and you see laid out before you one of the lutes and liars. Not somebody you knew personally, not somebody you personally recruited, but you had seen them just recently down on the docks. Does Fawn have you following me? As you look down, you realize, and you even say that, you realize that they're not breathing. Oh shit. Uh I would like to do a medicine check. Roll your medicine check. Not 20. Woo! Awesome. Uh yeah, it, you don't even have to move their body to to make out that there is a necro necrosis creeping up from their neck into the face that's visible. Um you can see the veins that are just subcutaneous have turned a deep dark purple black um their eyes are bulging and you know these are signs of somebody who's been poisoned and is most likely dead uh do i feel like they're in the middle of death slaves dead or like dead 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 hmm Damn it. I'm to look for that spider. Uh, roll another perception check. <clears throat> actually, roll a. Yeah, perception check is fine. Investigation check, actually. <laughs> it's another net 20. Okay. <laughs> uh, you check out My the location where it crawled into. Um, and you can see this, the spider is there. It's trying to dig down into the foundations of the building. Um, that's there and trying to scurry away. Do I feel like this is the spider that killed my dude? Like, uh, I... Looking at it, you make out a mark on it that 
you see a little mark on it that reminds you of some of the sigils that used to be on Tanzanite's clothing early, early in your relationship. Um, trying to think if I have anything in my inventory that I can catch it with. Uh, inventory, inventory, inventory. Backpack. I would like to take a piece of paper folded into how big is a spider uh it's probably about the size of your thumb maybe mm. but like where a black widow might have a little red mark you can like the, pick out as the it's trending. tip of my thumb or my entire thumb like the entire thumb all right that won't work then uh shit, shit, shit. i think I'll say it's like i'm gonna take on my water skin thing. will it fit in my water skin yeah, I, mean, I would dump out my water skin and like try to take my dagger and like just push it in there. Okay, uh, let's do a dexterity check to see if you're successful in getting the spider. Twenty-seven. Uh, you don't want to get bit, and so as you kind of leverage this spider in, you 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 get it within and swipe your dagger out and you can see it trying to quickly crawl out of your water skin so what are you doing in that I mean, moment I'll put the cap back on like you cap it as you as that pop of the cap is heard uh you hear a screeching from within the water container that is too loud for such a small creature. I would take the water container and just bang it against the wall real hard. The screeches suddenly end, <laughs> cut off mid screech. And then, um, let's see, hang on. Let me look at you. Hang on. What's 20 times 15? Um, <sighs> shit balls. <laughs> um, okay, I need Tanzanite because I don't have the right spell for this. Um, actually, I can't. Never mind. It's too late. I was going to try to summon a diamond, but I can only summon a 300 gold piece diamond. And by the time I get Tanzanite, he'll be too far gone. Um, All right, I guess I will just leave him there for now and then go back to the pumpkin house. Yeah, you turn around, go back down. There's the pumpkin house door. Go in easily, unless you're... Um, okay, then uh, I will go inside and I'll say, the shadows are expecting us. The consort is here and you see this cheerful the looking Lord. individual bow their head to you. My good what, Lord, the, your the lady waits. And they gesture back behind the counter towards the... The, uh, the, the, the what now? The, the what awaits? The, Your what lady. Was that? No, what was the title? Would you call me? The consort. You are our lady's consort. Did, did she know? tell you that? I gathered as much. 
Okay. And I'm just going to go and bring Tilly with me. Uh, Tilly follows you and she just is looking at you like you're nuts. I'm going to go downstairs. Like, hey guys, bad news. Uh, evil monster spider killed one of the my guild people across the street. In the darkness, you can vaguely make out Trixie. Does Tanzanite have 10 Tanzanite. minutes or one minute to bring what? someone back? Does Tanzanite have 10 minutes or one minute? Depends on which spell. Um, Multiple types of spells. I thought it was one minute, but minutes. if it's 10 minutes, we could probably get back there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you, you vaguely make out Trixie in the darkness. You don't see Tanzanite anywhere. You definitely are in a crypt. And Tilly behind you says, oh, I am not coming down here. Okay, you can wait upstairs if you want. Thank you. She just steps back. Uh, Trixie, you see this person right behind your friend Asher uh, kind of like edge her way backwards. You've never seen her before. Hi, I'm Trixie. That's Tilly. Tilly's our new assistant. She's going to help us. Oh, you were serious. Mm Mm-hmm. She's going to help oh. us with all the stuff. Oh, I mean, that's awfully kind of you. Oh, no, I my office does not need to be down there. No. You can see her seriously reconsidering the deal. No, no. Um, I, we're, I, we're just down here because... Um, Do I look different? Where? Uh, it seems like a shadow detaches from the wall for a moment and yells at you, Asher. And as soon as Asher and screams, screams and just heads yeah. right up, she's completely out of the, the back room now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, see, now I feel validated. You... What's new? Do I look different? You look not there. Well, that's just weird. You look like a giant shadow. Now okay. what? Wait, watch this. And I want to go up the stairs. Yeah, you see her slowly what about now? as the light hits her until her whole body's out. And then you see fully her as well. Now you look fine. Maybe I'm just going to be really sneaky from now on. Cool. Uh, so. I don't know. Hey, Jess, was it one minute or 10 minutes? I'm still looking. So I have one that has uh I touch a grad dead creature that hasn't that has been dead for no more than a century. So that's one of them. That's not I don't think what it, I don't think I that, I think that might be like an undead rising spell. Yes. I it I don't know. I think we're looking to uh reinstate life rather than uh create an undead. What's the word? What's the spell cre- before raised dead? Resurrection. Yeah. No. Wait. You touch a dead creature that has been dead for no more than a century that didn't mm. die of old age and isn't undead. Oh. Did you like but level I, up your. But that's one of them. I do know I have a lesser one because this one needs a thousand gold. Oh, geez. yeah. That's the one above mine. Because <laughs> I know I have another one, but I can't remember what it's called. It needs a thousand gold or a thousand gold piece diamond. 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 Damn it. Do those even exist? 
Yeah, that's why Carolyn's definitely revealing. Damn it. Oh, there's a hole in Maybe this? Uh, yeah, but, uh, uh, this says is 500 gold diamond, worth of a diamond. That's, that's what I, I have. I can return a dead creature. Is that raised dead? Raised dead, and I have 10 minutes. No, 10 days. Has not been dead longer than 10 days. Revivify? That's the other one, I think. Okay, let me try that. That's the 300 gold one. Three. I think that's the one that's one minute. It's one minute. Revivify. Yeah, never mind. Dead is ten days. Yeah, like I could do the it. I don't, I don't have. Asher doesn't have the diamonds on him. I don't think. Yeah, this is the last minute. Okay. Um, uh, I could turn him undead, and we could talk to him. Wait, you know what? I can do it. Hang on, we're gonna go outside. Uh, I need you guys to come with me. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're gonna run across the street. And I'm going to. Bye, little shadow. Uh, 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 Bye, my lady. Bye, my lord. Goodbye. <laughs> and I just we'll kind of like walk out, and I'm just like, "Fuck me." <laughs> I, don't, I don't get a title. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh. Wait, I'm writing a Tricky. thing. <clears throat> Trixie, as you like, as the doors almost shut, you hear a slight. Are you her consort too? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Our polycule adventuring group. <laughs> I'm gonna say one diamond for me, a bright and shiny object to bring back the dead, and I'm gonna bring a 300 gold diamond. I'm going to say the same thing again because I don't want to write another one. And I'm going to bring another 300 gold diamond. And then I'm going to... Let's see. Raise. When the creation bard fixes death. Yes. I'm going to hold them together on the dude's chest. I'm going to say, it is not your time yet. Come back from the other side and join us again. Maybe and it I was his time. He's dead. Tanzanite, roll a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> I was like, wait, this is not going to go well. I feel like Tanzanite's pickier about when and when she'll bring them back and when she wants. So I just do it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Um, you can lecture me later about just randomly bringing people back, but you, you totally 18. As you watch Asher do this, you feel something go wrong uh -oh. with your shadows. Something's just gone wrong with your shadows. You're not sure exactly what it is. But you kind of feel like a ripping feel. <laughs> um, as you are... Now, what which one did you cast? Uh, Raised Dead. Okay, so as you cast Raised Dead, you let me see if there's anything wackadoo that I have to keep tabs on because I always forget. Um, as long as it has all its uh, integral organs for its survival, it 
it's fine. It's missing anything. It will. Um, and if it wants to come back, I guess. What is uh, weird about this is it takes an hour to cast it. Does it? Oh. So okay. you you kind of like are doing your poem and then you don't see anything happening quite yet. It's just you can sense the the diamonds kind of like melt away a bit and imbue themselves across the body and you can see uh, some of the, 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 the veins that were visible slowly start to fade, but it will take an hour before this okay. um, spell is fully in effect. Um, maybe we should bring him in the pumpkin house. We're not just like in the street. Kixi, go ahead and roll a perception check. That's a natural 20. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> The first thing that pings this pings for you, Trixie, is you saw this cloak that you are now looking at this indiv- individual wearing mm. creep around this exact corner. And that triggers the memory of the one up above, and you look up above to spot another individual laying up at the top. Uh, can I run up? Can I, like... With your monkeyness? Yes. <laughs> Tell me how you get up to the top of this building. Describe it however um, you Create the building even. Like, uh, and you said it was like homes stacked on top of each other. Yeah, kind of like a terrible rendition of an apartment building. Okay. I'm going to say like more like almost like a medieval kind of like. So I'm looking at like any. Sorry, words are really hard right now. Shutters, like wooden shutters. Um, any kind of overhangs, clothing lines, anything along those lines to, to like, maybe there's a cart to kind of get me going that I can use as a ramp. So I start off doing that. I'm using shutters to kind of <laughs> grab my way up and I flip back and forth. Yep. <clears throat> Barely a shutter moves in the breeze of your passing as you walk right up that wall and get up there and you can see, um, there lies another body. The uh, can I, the same symptoms? Um, uh, how much bigger is it than me? Uh, quite a bit bigger than you, only because it is a full-grown individ- uh, human individual. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> just shove him off. No, no. I mean, technically, I think all his bones would heal if we put him back. If they break on the way down. No, um, I'm going to, um, uh, I think I still have my rope. Sorry, I'm getting the one shot stuck up, uh, stuck in my head where we had to use rope. I'm like, wait, do I have rope? I think I have rope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a uh, rope and I'm going to like tie it. I'm going to like uh, finagle it so that it's like kind of like under his shoulder or their shoulders. Um, and I'm going to try to like <clears throat> go so that their feet first. And then I'm going to try to race myself and like lower them down. Yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and just do a strength check to see if there's any weirdness. in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's pleasant. That's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Um, oh no, where did my D&D Beyond go? 
no, no, that is the stream. Strength check. 18? Yeah, you you are successful in lowering this body down. Um, As I see it coming down, I'll like, try to help lower it to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely once Asher becomes involved between the two of you, it's pretty easy to angle this body down. Um, the other body is uh, in your y'all's possession and you're dragging these bodies to the pumpkin in public? Um, I would like to, uh, before I head back down, I want to kind of inspect the rooftop and see if I can see any footprints or any traces of what, if, I'm assuming it's also a spider, but just in case there's anything else, or maybe I can see which direction they came from originally. I don't think I've said anything about a spider yet, but what I'll say is like just roll a general investigation check well there was the spider with hit oh you don't think oh sorry that's right i haven't, um, yeah, I haven't yeah. showed it to you yet sorry 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 i'm no, <laughs> my ability I, to 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 not metagame is is no, 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 i said it i was thinking like if you had actually been told there was a spider i'd have you do yeah. a different role but this is so <clears> sorry which is that again investigation investigation, investigation. <laughs> uh a 18 Wow, cool. Being very um, nice to you today. You make out uh, there was another person up here too. Uh, uh, just with an eighteen, like you can you can make out that there were two people here, um, next to one another. Uh, you don't know where the other person is at this point, uh, and um, I think you can see that the the other person at some point got up and walked away. You don't know if it was before this person slumped down and fell down or if it was at some, some earlier point. Evidence being what it is, you can just make up there was another person up here. Is this, is this I, another Luton Liars person? Can I tell? Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, when the body is brought down, Asher, you make out features that are also recognizable to you. It is another Luton Liars individual. Um. Uh, I'm going to just say, hang on, I'll be right back. And then I'm going to see if I can follow the tracks of the other person, at least. Yeah. To uh, see you which make your way along the rooftop. Uh, how far would you go? Do you think? Um, I mean, it depends if the if the path or if the trail is really strong, I'm going to follow it. But I would if it's like if it's kind of iffy, then I just kind of want to see the direction, like what direction in terms of town it was heading towards. Okay, go ahead and roll a survival check because that's going to change everything. Ooh, um, twelve plus nine, twenty-one. Rooftops are your favorite terrain today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> they weren't trying to cover their tracks. This person who left, um, as soon as they presumably got out of sight, they just headed kind of directly. Um, and then you spot a spot where it looks like they tumbled a bit, and then they got up again, and then you see a, a body shaped shadow at the bottom of one of the buildings uh i'm going to climb down and inspect yeah you see 
very much the same thing you've seen on the other two bodies. Um, I am going to... I can't carry this one, I'm assuming. Um, um, this one would be really easy for you to carry because it's not only your size, it's your people. <sighs> okay, I'm going to put them in a fireman lift and I'm going to walk back to uh, Trick or Tanzanite and Asher. As you walk back, are you going back up to the top of the buildings or are you staying in the street? Well, I'm going to walk through the street. As you walk through the alleys, you see multiple eyes kind of glance at you and then immediately glance away. As I walk, I'm going to say, if anybody has any information about how this person died, I want you to come see me immediately. If anything, it just hastens the speed with which people avert their gaze. It's and like on the subway when something goes wrong. I roll an insight check. <laughs> Ooh. 28. There's a palpable yeah. tension and fear in this neighborhood as you go through. This is not the first that bodies have shown themselves as what you can surmise. And this is an area of very tough people people who put up with a lot, but here in this space and in this moment with what's happened, there's an uncommon level of fear reflected in the eyes of anyone who you catch sight of that doesn't look away fast enough. And the fear is not directed at you. But you make your way back to your friends and there you are, the three of you, Three bodies, one halfway to recovery. I will say. Another two. Diamonds, diamonds, yay. To bring back these dead people, it's getting harder. And then I make one diamond, and I will say, <laughs> this is getting old. All these diamonds, great trick, but taking its toll. And like you can see, like it's just taking it out of Azure the more, because I have to use spell slots now to do performance creation every time after my free one. So it's like taking it out of him more as he... Uh, makes more diamonds um can i can i grab one of the diamonds from his hands uh sure uh go ahead and roll a side of hand check and after, are you resisting this i'm not like, trying to be sneaky about it i'm just trying to take it i'll be like so I'll, I'll just hold, no i'll just hold up the other one like, do you want to do this one i grab both of them okay i go you, you have to stop bringing people back why you did it? And you brought that lady back that was killed by the dragon. I probably shouldn't have. Well, these they weren't killed naturally, they were killed by this giant spider in my water skin. It, a spider. Well, come back to give, that part. I was gonna give it to I'm gonna hand that to Trixie. I was like, I was gonna give this to you because I think it can't kill you if it bites you. It's like poison. You, <laughs> Um, it screamed uh, like 
preternaturally loud when I captured it? Okay. Uh, um, what do you want me to do with it? I don't know. I just figured you could look at it without, because if it bites you, you won't die. It has like weird markings on it, and uh, uh, or, uh, um, I mean, maybe not out here. Maybe somewhere we can at least get it into a jar or something. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go back. It may or may not be dead. I banged it against the wall really hard when it. I'm, I'm just gonna kind of like grab it just around like the rim and just kind of hold it at arm's length away. And I'm and I'm gonna walk in back into the pumpkin house and I'm gonna be like, um, do you have like an empty uh jar or container that we can um have with, with uh, something with a lid like a, a, a you all kind of bring the, that request bodies etc into the space you see uh the the shopkeeper woman kind of just like look at you white item and her eyes glance over at tanzanite for a second Asking for permission. I'm gonna look at Tilly. And be like, sorry, weird first day. I'm she gonna... is just in the corner, sitting on a stool, shaking her head. I'm gonna write a note to Fawn, and then I'm gonna write another note with the address of the Lutz and Liars headquarters. I'm gonna give those to Tilly. And be like, can you take these, and she will give you an office to work out of, and you can work on the other stuff. Like this stuff doesn't concern you, and we'll check in with you before we leave town. She just blinks, takes the two things, and she's almost like in shock as she just walks out the door. Thank you. As she walks out the door, door. Yeah. As she walks out the door, uh, Trixie also says, now you know why we don't have time for paperwork. <laughs> I'm going to go up to my little shadow and hand her the two diamonds um, and say, can you keep these safe for a little bit? And yes, a jar would be very helpful. Um, are you not going to let me bring them back? She said the diamonds to You can't keep... We can't mess with death that way. Once they're dead, they're dead. And it's my job to help them go to the next side. But these are people from my guild who were killed I, probably because they're helping us. And I understand, and I'm sorry for their loss and your loss, but it's something ripped from me when you brought the other person back. Can we, can we? So, so far we have kind of avoided the said shadow elephant in the room. Um, what changed? here while we were gone after you paralyzed me oh yeah that that was my bad i really didn't mean to i thought i thought if i did it that you i guess would be heavy and then that they couldn't carry you and i obviously thought wrong um but i didn't mean to do that i'm really i sorry. i i appreciate your apology uh, uh i at you you could have you could have told me that sooner. You're right. Um, 
because up until you mentioned that, I just thought someone was trying to kill me. Um, and now it seems like that might be a valid concern. Um, but what happened between when we left you and when I found you in literally like covered in shadow? What happened? I spoke with a fellow god, and I guess I've made a decision of what I'm meant to do. Which is? I'm, I'm here to help those who have passed get to the other side. Death is hard, but death is natural, and we can't keep changing that. We can't keep bringing people back, even if we want to. It's not our decision. Sounds like maybe it is your decision. I wonder... What if you do it? What if I I do it? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Okay. Rurik, I would like to try something. Uh-huh. Is it possible to somehow, like, close my eyes or something and try to get back to that space that I was in earlier? Of that, like, shadowy, colorless void? Okay. Uh, could you just is that go something ahead? I can go in and out of, or try to? What do you think Tansonite Knight would do to do try to do that? I think she would take a deep breath and just start to focus on her shadows. Like go. Actually, I think she'd go to like touch her forehead. And not do that, and then just like reach your hands towards her shadows and think of that other place. As you do that, as you start thinking about that, the other place, so to speak, um, you feel one of your spell slots, your, your magical spaces that you have, not spell slots, but like you feel the mechanical will be your spell slot. You feel one of them start to be tapped and it's a six level or higher spell slot that you're going to have to use for this. Um, but the moment, if you continue doing that, the moment you have that full focus, you are over on the other side. Bless you. Excuse um, me. Didn't move fast <laughs> enough. It's all right. If I were to look around, would I see any of the two people, spirits walking around? Go ahead and roll your death check. Okay. Death check is not this page, which I already know how much it is actually, because I remembered. Ooh. No, no, that's not right math. <laughs> 
22. Okay. What you see on the other side is not necessarily those souls. Um, they, they seem to be being passed through quite easily. What you do see, however, is one space in the otherwise colorless, featureless space that has color in it. And mm. it's a gaping rift right now. And as your eyes lock on that, you know instinctually that it links back to that person who is slowly being brought back to life. And you can see this opening here. What happens if I, like, try to touch the color? As your finger goes near it, it starts to be leached of color and starts to close. That little rift starts to close. Oh. I pull it back. As you pull back, the color continues to pulse and, and shape. Uh, Asher, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. That's a three. You just lost another spell slot. I did. As you get wearied, as this continued revivic, uh, raising of the dead pulls suddenly more energy from you. Another, like, raised dead spell slot? No, uh, no, it can be any level spell slot that you have available still. Do I feel or see, like, is there a way that I can aid in this process going faster? Of trying to cause the soul to get pulled back? Through? Yes. Yeah. What would you like to try to do in that? I mean, I don't know if it's like, I mean, I'm not really sure how this works, but if there's like a person walking from one place to that place, I want to try to be like, okay, this was a one-time thing. You know, we can't keep bringing people back. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there's no personhood in this <laughs> so much as there's just those motes of, of what people could be that lived in your shadows and as you think about this you can try to use one of your shadows to capture the one that you see that is actually slowly being drawn to don't go towards the light <laughs> i keep thinking of uh, world of warcraft when you die as a night elf and you have the wisp that plays oh yeah love it I'm going to see if I can get my shadow to do that. Uh, as your shadow kind of encompasses it again, you can feel the tortured pain as the universe cries. Oh, I stop. I stop. I stop. I can't. I can't. Uh, as you stop, you see that the, the soul is has been dragged forward a bit by the shadow, but as you stop and the shadow releases, it's closer. You've increased the distance a bit, or decreased the distance a bit, but now it's resuming in the slower pace. And the and you feel that there's a huge ache here, but it's not as bad as it was when you've tried to usher it there quicker. Okay. 
is there like another wispy from the other person? There are no other, no other evident wisps of anything. Okay. I'm going to try to like step back to the normal plane. Mark off another spell slot. Okay. This level or higher. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to say to Asher, I can't assist in bringing someone back. And I ask you not to do that spell on the other gentleman. When she went to the other space, she just disappeared. Like Asher and Trixie, you just saw her body fade out of existence faster than you can misty step. And now she's back. In the interim, Trixie, would you have been doing anything with the spider water skin situation? Um, I mean, I would have, as soon as Tanzanite disappeared, I would have stopped whatever I was doing. Um, That's new. Yeah, because I would have been worried about where she had gone. So, yeah, you still have a water skin corked and a jar in front of you. Uh Oh! So... It's only when she when she gets back, um, I'm gonna be like, um, so where did you go? Because you definitely weren't here anymore. I I don't know. Um, I've. If I think hard enough, I can go to this new place. And I think it's like an in-between plane between life and death. And it's through me that 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 space exists. And when someone passes, their spirit comes to me and then through me into the next. I don't really know yet. Got it. So you don't decide whether someone moves on or not. You don't control that. You just I simply help help with it. Usher them on. It's not up to me who dies and who doesn't die and who lives and comes I, I'm just supposed to help them and support them and ease them on. Well, who who told you that that was your job. I did. So you that's the decision you made is you picked that. I think so. Okay, and I'm just gonna say I have to go check on knee and I'm just gonna leave and slam the door behind me. Asher um, leaves upset, visibly upset. And uh... for the record, I'm not mad, but I'm very concerned 
Um, are you leaving us? I don't think so. I mean, no. it sounds like you have other things that you have to do now. I think I can do both. I, I mean, can at least try. It, the, th the thing is, is as you can see with what we've been doing so far, it's it's dangerous and people die and I mean, you almost died and I kind of brought you back. Like, is that not something I'm going to be allowed to do anymore? Like, if I what if I Asher... Don't... What if the next time we go up against a dragon, Asher goes down? Are you not going to bring him back? I'm still learning. I don't know. I mean, obviously things can be brought back. You know, Asher's bringing this guy back. It just, I felt that pain of the universe, of him leaving this world and then being ripped back to it. Well, obviously, we don't want to do anything that causes you pain. But this kind of puts us at odds. I well, think you're going to have to talk. not bringing every soul back. No, but. And maybe there's a way that I can learn to do both. I don't, I don't, I don't know yet. I still have a lot to learn. Okay, well. I think the first thing you're going to have to learn how to do is talk to Asher about this situation because I don't like it when you guys don't get along. I don't like it when mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to Stay here with the guy who's about to wake up and the dead body and I'll go find Asher. Uh I will I will stay with him. I need to <laughs> split the party, see what happens. <laughs> Don't be sad, just get a tattoo. Um uh I will stay here. Uh I have to do something with this spider. I don't know what. I'll um, just run and try to catch Asher before he makes it to me. And we can figure this out. Okay. Um, well, if you can, I guess, keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Asher, you headed straight directly for Nee. Um, luckily, this is a location that's fairly close to Nee's tower. Um, and you're, that's what you were informed where he was at, located at. So you um, can fairly quickly make your way there. Uh, e even as this conversation that the two of them were having, you were already 
um, at the base of the of the hill that hosts both the academy and Nee's Tower. Um, and climbing up the hill, what's Asher thinking? How's Asher feeling? What's going um, on in Asher's head? I think he's got like a mixture of thoughts. He's worried, sort of like what Trixie said about Tanzanite's evolution means she's going to have to leave the group. He's angry that he's like organized this group of people to essentially work for him, spy for him, you know, entertain for him. And when they are killed in their midst of doing their job, like now he can't intercede even if he's able to, or at least if he does, he's, it's going to put him at odds with Tanzanite. Um, he's probably thinking about everything, but actually thinking about knee as he's going, like stopping his way up the hill. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Trixie, the door if closes. If, There's if the knee shoots me with a lightning bolt, let me know. <laughs> uh, Tanzanite leaves, and as even before Tanzanite left, you were kind of aware that the person who was under the process of being revived has been breathing for a little bit, has been breathing possibly since Asher left, shallowly, shallowly, but they are breathing. Um, you have a spider in a bottle or in a water skin. I'm a spider in a bottle. Spider, yeah. Who seems to be looking at you. And then at the bodies, and then at you again. Um. Well, <sighs> three bodies, one's breathing. This poor shopkeeper is like. <laughs> um. Can I ask a favor? Uh, yeah. I, I just need you. Um. Do I know the location of Fawn's? Like the the heads of Lutes and Liars. I would I would say that Asher would have told them like would have yeah okay like he would want them to be have the access to those resources if he's not around okay um can I have a a, a piece of paper and a writing utensil keep giving pieces of paper and people keep storming out <laughs> she just hands you the well okay um. Uh, and I address the note uh, for like I put Fawn's name on the outside, and then I say, um, uh, oh God, what did I say? Um, three agents down, bringing one back. Um, can't carry other two come to the pumpkin house, Trixie. And then I fold it up and I let me see, was there candles? Some I think you mentioned candles at some point, right? Yeah, the whole room is lit with candles. Yeah, I'm going to take a can, candle and drip like wax over it, just shoddily, but enough to seal it. And I'm going to hand it to her. I'm like, can you take it and put a font and I put the address underneath it. I'm like, can you take this to this address and, and give it to whoever answers. She looks at you. I won't, I won't, I'll watch the store. I'm not going anywhere. I'm waiting for this person to um, 
to to come back. I I'm waiting for them to come back. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to touch anything. I don't think we're going to be allowed to stay here. Um, yeah. I, um, if, if people come in needing stuff, um, I can try to help them. I mean, I, I at least know my products. Ignore those dead you bodies. Would you like a jar? Here. No, I'm locking the door. Okay. She takes the letter from you and even as she takes it, you can see that the wax seal that you created just peels off because it's real. It's regular candle wax. It's not sealing wax. Oh. And ignoring that, she just walks out the door. I mean, there's nothing in that note you don't know. Uh, and you hear a little bit of a kathunk as she tries to lock it from the outside and you can hear that some sort of wooden bolt has been latched in place. And then you hear another kathunk as you think an outdoor sort of sign has been flipped over of some sort. And you hear a voice go, don't die, damn it. And just quietly disappears the voice and the sounds of the person wandering away. I wasn't planning on it. So it's you alone with an unconscious individual breathing to not ever to be possibly maybe, I don't know, y'all are weird, conscious individuals. <laughs> uh, and a maybe dead, maybe alive Sch Schrodinger spider in a water cell. Schrodinger spider. Ah! <laughs> oh, God, that makes me happy. Ah. Um, I think I leave it up to you all, but I think we could either kind of like finish this up a little bit or we can end here. How are you all feeling? I say leave it. That's a cliffhanger and I have to like to, to leave on. So the group is split in three and <laughs> Ash is about to eat a lightning bolt from knee. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Tanzanite, can you me. just tell me what you are thinking as you try? Like, wh where do you think you're going? What 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 are you doing? What are you thinking as you are heading up towards and trying to find Asher, who has gotten a head start on you? I'm heading to Nee's tower because I don't know where Nee is, but I know if I start there, if he's not there, someone will know where he is. Um, and Tanzanite's just kind of contemplating everything that's happened recently, like making this decision that maybe she doesn't fully understand. She's still very lost and confused, and all she can think of right now is getting her three friends or her two friends back together to figure this out. So very focused on your thoughts and how you're feeling. Yeah. Awesome. It's a great place for us to end today's session. <laughs> uh, hope you all have a lovely... This is like the most dramatic ending we've ever had. <sighs> Our group's never been in an internal... Yeah. Never stormed before. Yeah. Uh, great. So look forward to next week. When Tanzan and Azure fight to the death. Ba -ba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a great beautiful wonderful week and we'll see you next week thank you for watching like subscribe comment and bye, bye. okay bye, bye.